Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, hey guys. Hello. There's a show. Oh, my God, I'm awake. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Phoenix Sports Podcast presented by the Jockey Sportsbook app, America's <laughs> top rated sportsbook app. I'm alive. I'm dead. But I'm, I'm alive, but I'm dead. Michaela <laughs> <laughs> Perkins. That's Sean DePaz. Uh, we just got back from Vegas yesterday covering the Pac-12 tournament, and I am dead. Yeah, we're tired. We're just a little sleepy, <sighs> but we, we, we woke up just for y'all. We are here doing this the show just for, for you. you. Um, we couldn't do it in Vegas because should we be honest about why we couldn't do it in Vegas? <laughs> I mean, there was just a lot going on. I, you know, it was we just chaos. we just it was hand up. Chaos. We're not fully prepared, and we just had to we had to we had to rock with it. We you just know? took an L. We took, we took an L. the L. And now, um, but if, hey, if we had taken if we didn't do this now, then we would have had to wait until next week or at the end of the week to talk about ASU making the and U of A making the tournament. And there's a chance they'd be eliminated at that point. So yep. maybe we would have done one today anyway. I feel like it's working out better. Joe, it is not Friday, right? Um, no, it is not, unfortunately. Um, it is Monday, but we are we are doing this show because we failed spectacularly <laughs> to do it in Vegas. I mean, so we could have made it work, but it wouldn't have been as good of a show as this. Uh, so. It's true. It's true. You get us now as we are delusional and we have no idea what we're saying or the words coming out of our mouths <laughs> because we were exhausted from spending an, an ungodly amount of time in Vegas. More time if I than never have to Vegas. set foot in the city of Las Vegas ever again, it'll be too soon. I hate it. I'm done. Yeah. Maxed I, out. I, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think I, like, I need a full year. Before I can go back. Like, I need the year of the Pac-12 tournament. I, I need, like, a year between the Pac-12 tournament. It's the only reason I'll go. I yeah. can go. I can't go for vacation. No. I'm done. I need to recuperate. Um, Hi to our fam. Hi, Charles. Hi, Jan. Hi, Chris. Hi, Joe. Hi, Ernesto. So good to see you all. Thank What's you so happened? much for tuning in. Um, Before we went to Vegas, though, we did go to the most fun staff meeting I think we've ever oh, had yeah. on the face of the planet. It feels like a lifetime ago, considering everything that has happened between now and then. Yeah. But we had to give a shout out to our friends at Game Show Battle Rooms in Chandler because we had our staff meeting there. And I'm not even kidding you guys when I say elite. Genuinely some of the most fun I've, I've had in my entire life. Like, Thankfully for our company, Sean and I were on the same team. Yeah. So we didn't destroy each other. Um, yes. We just destroyed the other team. Yeah. Yes. Craig is over Craig here. Craig team. was on our Jacob team. Jacob was on our Jacob team. Jacob was on our team. We, we were the winning team. We destroyed. Dominated. And it wasn't like. No chance. We didn't like back our way into like. There was times they would throw up a clue and be like, oh, we know the answer. Yeah. There Off wouldn't rip. be any letters on the board. We'd be like, oh, we got it. Like yeah. it was a pure domination. Like we destroyed the other team. If you guys don't know, Game Show Battle Room is probably the most fun place I've ever been in my life. You can compete in game shows. Like it's they have a host, they have lights. It's like a full, full on production. You can compete in games that are similar to, but not exactly <laughs> family feud wheel of fortune price is right like so much fun i'm not even kidding you guys it was the best experience of my life you can get a group you can go with your friends you can go with your team at your co-workers just it yeah. was so much it fun. was worth it for me because i fulfilled a lifelong dream of playing clinko 
Yeah. Well, not Plinko, but Plinko. Plinko. Um, it was. It was. Excuse me. It's the drop. The it's drop. Called the drop. Yeah. yeah. It was genuinely, genuinely some of the most fun I've had. It's a lot easier for me to say that since we did dominate. Yeah, we um, destroyed. But Sean it, and I would have tore each other apart if we were yeah. on different teams. So Mac, it's best Mac for and I are like are like Patrick Beverly, where I feel like we would hate each other if we're on the opposite team, but we love being on the same team. Yeah, because we will talk our shit. Yes, and we absolutely. Talk um, they can do parties from six to ninety people, so you absolutely have to go if you have a bachelor party, bachelor, uh, bachelor or bachelorette party, birthdays, families, business, whatever. Go check out Game Show Battle, Ro- Battle Rooms in Chandler. You can follow them on Facebook at Game Show Battle Rooms PHX or check out GameShowBattleRooms.com to be- book your fun today. Um, this is going to be a long one. Um, this week, though, um, is going to be St. Patrick's Day. Oh, yes. Have any St. Patty's Day plans? I know um, uh, Craig Morgan might. I know Craig Morgan might. I am hosting a St. Patrick's Day party at <laughs> Craig's house um, on St. Patrick's Day. Um, but before that, I'm probably going to swing through Four Peaks 8th Street Pub because I've heard they got a little something going on. Yeah. Our friends at Four Peaks are having a St. Patty's Day celebration over at their 8th Street Pub in Tempe. You can hang out with your favorite degenerates, us, before we go crash uh, Craig Morgan's my St. Party, Patrick's Day party, party and have a really good time. They'll have all of their great, amazing beers on tap. Obviously, who doesn't want to drink a Four Peaks? On St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Craig, are you going to have the green food dye so you can drink green right Four Peaks? I know. <laughs> I have to. I'm going to a concert that I'm actually really excited about. So I can't go to Craig Morgan's. I, I've never had green beer before. So I've, uh, nice. And if a little you, put some green food dye and, and some wow. If you want to drink a green wow wheat, you, you have to be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly. But of course, um, we love our friends at Four Peaks. So go check out their St. Patrick's Day party. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into talk the about those sports. <laughs> talk about the sports. A lot happened this past week. Um, yeah. A lot of it not so great. Um, I'm glad Jose is not in the chats because <laughs> if he was here, I'm pretty sure he would be trying to cancel us at the moment. Because on our last TPSP, which feels like a lifetime ago, we talked about the one thing, the one thing that could not happen to derail <laughs> the Phoenix Suns. And guess what? It happened. Yeah. <laughs> is it our fault? Did we do it? I mean. We didn't help. I can say that. We didn't help. So hand up on that. But I mean, this is, this is Katie is always kind of a little injury prone. It was bound to happen. Um, yeah. On the last TPSP, we mentioned the one thing that like absolutely cannot happen under any circumstance was Katie getting hurt and Katie got hurt. Um, conflicting reports on what actually happened. Some say he slipped. Some say he just rolled his ankle. I think the Suns are trying to cover for their equipment manager so he doesn't get assassinated by Phoenix Suns fans. I mean, he clearly slipped. You can see it in the video. Um, Yeah, but then some people said, I don't know, he just twisted his ankle. I don't know. I don't know what officially happened, but I do know he does have a sprained ankle. He's out for at least three weeks. After the three-week period, he will be reevaluated to see if he could come back. Why are we cursed? We can never have anything nice in this city. Nothing. Like I said, you knew what you were signing up with, signing up for when you traded for Kevin Durant. Um, So, I mean, it is definitely unfortunate, but we are luckily we're in a situation where really you just kind of need to make the playoffs in the West. And if listen, if the Suns want to slip to the eight seed, I'll be fine with it because there's nothing more I would enjoy than sweeping the Denver Chicken Nuggets from the playoffs (laughs) in the first round. It would be beautiful. Nikola Jokic can go back to his farm or whatever, have his brothers beat somebody up. Um, Those are fighting words. I don't care. Yeah, no. Um, I say don't say, I, I don't, I don't use this word lightly and by, which I mean I do. Uh, fuck the Denver Nuggets. I don't. <laughs> okay. Damn. Fraudulent one seed. 
Um, geez. All right. Um, yeah. So we did learn some more new information this week. Uh, Dwayne Rankin had an interview with James Jones in which he shared with us some of the things that James Jones said about Katie's injury. Um, if we want to bring up that tweet, um, he was saying that basically Katie could play in crunch time if he needed to. Um, so it made us all kind of think, well, maybe the injury is not as bad as we all were initially anticipating he said quote we probably um we should probably just go and be cautious take it slow he really wants to play he's still itching to play but we have a long-term view um we've come to find out that it's a pretty moderate sprain good enough to hobble him so it sounds like from james jones it's not the end of the world we don't have to panic quite yet um and technically, he said that if this was like a crunch situation and we were in the playoffs, like Katie would play. Yeah. Um, it just obviously wouldn't be ideal for him because of, you know, no one wants to play on a sprained ankle. But, um, you know, if we were in a crunch time situation and we really needed KD, he could play. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, you saw that he finished his warm up after he did roll his ankle. Um, and yeah, this was the playoffs. I I have no doubt that Kevin Durant would be out there. But um Listen, you have a guy that's injury prone and a guy that is now the most valuable piece of your franchise. You gotta be ca- you gotta be cautious. I I wouldn't be I wouldn't care if he doesn't play again in the regular season. Like, I, I, yeah, as long as he's here for the the postseason. And honestly, even like depending on who they well, mm, I was gonna say depending on who they get in the first round, I wouldn't even mind if he you know took a break. If they were they were careful with him there too. But uh, with this team's history in the playoffs the last couple of years, I I would rather him be out there for the whole thing. But um, yeah, I mean it. It's definitely encouraging that it's 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 definitely sounds worse than it is, and not the other way where it is worse than it sounds. Yeah. Um, so I, definitely a, a little bit of a sigh of relief. Yeah, I definitely agree, and I don't want to spend too much time on this, obviously, because this is like old news. Yeah. But I did want to give us a chance to uh, redeem ourselves from cursing Katie. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, it definitely. I think I agree with you. As long as he's back by the playoffs, like it is what it is. Like as long as we get a healthy Katie in the playoffs, that's all I care about. But at the same time. It does put just like a little bit of a damper on the whole situation. Yeah. Like we had to wait for him to recover from mm-hmm. his um, knee injury when we first uh, acquired him from the Nets. So that was kind of a bummer. And then we get like a couple games of him on the road and then he gets hurt again before yeah. his home debut. And it's just like, ah, oh, like, why can we just get <laughs> what we like technically paid for and just like have like a healthy KD and watch him ball out and destroy everybody else? Like yeah. watching him take on the the um what am I trying to say? The uh, the Mavs? Yeah. Money. Like, mm-hmm. that that was incredible. Like, it was worth every single penny that game. Um, just watching them destroy. Well, not destroy. Make Lucas but, sad. Yeah, make Lucas sad. So, um, it's definitely a bummer. And it's kind of raining on the parade of having KD be in a Phoenix Suns uniform. But as long as we have him for the playoffs, like, I guess we just have to roll with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's unfortunate that this is kind of a narrative that surrounds Kevin Durant of him being injury prone. But is that what you sign up for when you have Katie on your roster? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like we actually talked about this a little bit in Las Vegas. I mean, you, when you were shaped the way that Kevin Durant is, what is going on back there? What? I don't, anyways, there's slapping happening in the office. Um, but <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, when you're when you're shaped the way Kevin Durant is, it's a double edged sword because part of the reason he's so great is because he is. The guys that are his size and his shape are not supposed to do the things he's supposed to do. Yeah. But also the reason he's injury prone is exactly that. Guys his shape are not supposed to do the things he's supposed to do. So it, it's it, it's a double-edged sword. But, yeah, you, this is what you sign up for. But you know that when Kevin Durant is playing, he is a top five player in the league. And 
you take that risk. You, you, you will, you, it, it, Kevin Durant cannot play a single regular season game, but if he's Kevin Durant for the playoffs, that's all that matters. Yeah. That's all that matters. <clears throat> well, let's just start praying to the basketball gods. Please, please let us have KD back yes. and healthy. Just please. please, please keep Kevin Durant healthy. That's all we want. Please. Um, speaking of the Suns, you can come hang out with us at Dobson Ranch Golf Course on March 24th. It's coming up pretty quick. Yeah. Um, it's today the 12th. Yeah. 13th. It's in 12 days or th- oh, the 11 days. Math. It's in 11 days. Come out to the Dobson Ranch Tea Party. We're going to be watching the Suns game as well as renting out the entire driving range. There's going to be contests, prizes, food, merch, all the good stuff. It's going to be so much fun. The last tea party we had was an absolute blast. Mm -hmm. If you missed it, shame on you, but you can still redeem yourself by coming to this one. You can check out our description for tickets, or if you head over to phnx underscore sports on Twitter, you have a link there for all of our diehards who are our absolute favorite people in the entire world. Your diehard only discounted tickets are available in our diehard only discord. I'm super excited for this. I think it's going to be electric again. Plus, you spend forty five dollars. It doesn't even get you like an hour at an actual Top Golf. For forty five dollars here, you're getting food and drinks and stuff, and you get to you get unlimited balls at the golf range. Yeah, like, it's a vibe. Yeah, it's gonna be Pull great. Through. So come grab your tickets, come hang out with us. It's gonna be so much fun. Um, before we move on to some Diamondbacks talk, gotta talk about the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Yeah. Can you bet on the World Baseball Classic? I yes, should know can. this. I, I should have checked. You can bet on anything. You, you can... literally anything, like handball, yeah, uh, ping pong, whatever you want. It's on you the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Ho- hopefully, I you checked... didn't bet on the U.S. last night. No, hopefully you did not Yikes. bet on Team USA because they got spanked Molly by Watt. Team Mexico. <laughs> three and a half run favorites against Canada tonight, though. Ooh, three and a half run favorites against Canada. Yeah, That's good. That's kind of crazy, though, considering what Canada did to Great Britain. Yeah. Canada destroyed Great Britain, and Team USA barely squeaked out a win against Great Britain. Yeah, so. Colombia is currently winning 3 nothing on Great Britain in the fourth. Great Britain, not great. Great Britain, trash at baseball. They're also They're trash at soccer. Britain. Um, what is a kilometer? I don't know. Drive on well, the right side of the road, you idiots. That's more of a you thing. They they were here before we were. We <laughs> no, it's America. It's so, it's called soccer. It's not called football. Okay. <laughs> Great Britain. All right. Um, <laughs> you can bet on the World she Baseball Classic herself. on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, which is happening right now down at Chase Field. I was there last night for Team USA versus Team Mexico. It was a great game. It was a great atmosphere. I have not seen Chase Field that packed since the 2017 wildcard game. Yeah, I was seeing pictures. I was blown away. I obviously it was unbelievable. I, I've only been in in Phoenix for what three years. At the, oh my god, oh yeah, I'm moving on. Th- I'm getting on three years in Phoenix. That's crazy. Um, but I've never seen. I have never been here for for playoff baseball. So I've never seen an atmosphere like that at, at Chase Field. It was pretty awesome. It was to see unbelievable, and makes me so much more excited for D back season. Which we'll yeah, talk about in it a was sold out. It was packed from the top to the bottom. There were barely any open seats. It was crazy the crowd was chanting the entire game it was electric um so it's a really cool atmosphere and if you want to go to the world baseball classic i definitely recommend you do it because mm-hmm. baseball is the greatest sport on the planet and it's right in our backyard check out the game time by the way you could get tickets for the columbia game that's happening right now for a dollar damn okay night. which i was saying you could go you could get a you could get a ticket and go down there and get a four dollar hot dog at chase field it would be a cheaper lunch than just going to a restaurant and get lunch. facts crazy um but, but if you want to bet on the world baseball classic you can do so by downloading the DraftKings sportsbook app now Use promo code PHNX when you sign up. New customers can bet just $5 and you'll get $200 in bonus bets 
instantly. You guys, that is a great deal. $5 for 200 in bonus bets. Only at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I will be there tonight. I'm going to the um, Canada versus yes. U.S. game. I'm so. going to try and go because I have, this might be my only opportunity to go to a World Baseball Classic game. And again, no free ads, but free ad. Game time last night. I like the tickets. They were $50. Right now, they're $29. Ooh, $29 to go to a World Baseball Classic game. That's pretty sweet. I will be there. Um, so come say hi to me if you go. Um, Chris in the comments asking, can you pay at the event for last time in terms of our tea party? Yes, you can. You'll be able to buy a ticket if you want to buy one at the door instead of buying one in advance. Um, so that'll be pretty fun. Exciting. Speaking of baseball, we got some baseball news to talk yes, about. the best baseball news. Oh, my God. It was announced earlier this week that Corbin Carroll has inked an eight-year, $111 million extension with the Diamondbacks. Holy Give crap. Give him all the money. Um, I My jaw was on the floor when they announced this because I was not anticipating this to happen yeah. this early. Solely for the fact that he has less than 100 games in major league service time and it's kind of almost unheard of especially in the past to give someone this big of an extension this early in their career i think it's kind of shifting now and we've seen a change in some of these young and up-and-coming stars getting locked up by the teams now quicker than they would have in the past but um when they announced this i wanted to cry tears of happiness obviously he is still um considered a prospect he's ranked the number two overall prospect according to baseball america um he has less than 100 games uh less, less than 100 days of major league service time which is kind of crazy when you think about it um but this is the largest contract extension in diamondbacks history yeah yeah, I mean, I've thought Jacob and I have talked about this a lot. It's the Braves blueprint. You get really promising young talent who you know is going to be good and is going to be a part of your your future plans for a long time. You you see the promise which you already have with Corbin Carroll, mm -hmm. despite his limited time playing in the bigs. You know how good of a player he he is right now and how good of a player he can become. There's no one faster in Major League Baseball than Corbin yeah. Carroll. Yeah, and, and this is what the Braves have done. They have a bunch of young players. They already have won a World Series, but they've signed a bunch of players to the point where what's nice about this, too, is you look at all these big contracts that have been getting out in the, over the offseason where you have a, a U Darvish who signed until he's like 45 years old with the Padres. Yeah. Corbin Carroll's contract is going to end at the end of his prime. Yeah. So, he's going to be 31 years old yeah. when he's a free agent for it, the first time. It's amazing. Like 31. It, you are, you're getting him for the best years of his career, and you're not going to be tied into a, a this super expensive contract for somebody who is old and washed up because that's something the Arizona Diamondbacks would Love never do. do. Is, yeah, right? <laughs> Looking at you, Madison Bumgarner. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, yeah, there's so many reasons to be excited for this because not only are you are you locking up a great player, but the front office is showing that they know what they're doing. Yeah. Um. And, and yeah, I am uh, juiced, dude. Juiced. Juiced. Amped. Um, to put this into further context, so Corbin Carroll was already under control through 2028. So this deal gives Diamondbacks certainty from 2023 to 2028 with club control all the way to 2031. That's not a real year. 2031. The world might end by the time Corbin Carroll is a free agent. Which also, by the way, is going to be the same year that Corbin Carroll turns 31. So um, <laughs> Derek is that's kind of crazy. That is actually wild. Um, I, I just can't say enough good things about this. Um, people are already kind of talking about him to potentially be the NL rookie of the year, 2023. Mm. Um, 
obviously this is a huge deal to get done before he potentially earns that award because then his price tag goes through the freaking roof. Um, you know, obviously the Diamondbacks are taking a little bit out of a flyer out on this because we don't know if this is going to be a smart move until we see what Corbin Carroll does with his career. But taking into, into account everything that we've seen from him so far, um, you know, his offensive production, his speed, his agility, who he is as a person. Yeah. Um, Mike Hazen had a great quote when he was talking to the media. Um, he said, I don't have a crystal ball on these things, so I don't know exactly where some of that will come down from a performance standpoint, but I do know some things, and I'll tell you exactly what I know about the human being that we're signing. That human being, I'm convinced, goes to bed every night fixated on how he's going to be a better player the next day and what he could do to help the organization and the team win. That's the kind of player that I want to give $111 million yeah, to in eight dog. years. Yeah, dog. Yeah. Uh, you couldn't Absolute want. You dog. couldn't ask for more. Because, I mean, the reality is... is, is as much as I am on the train that the D-backs could and I'm not going to say should, but could very much make the playoffs this year. Like they're not a world series team yet. They're still no. rebuilding. So to know that you have a guy like this, who is going to be a part of the rebuild. I mean, you look at the coyotes who have a bunch of young guys yeah. that you know, is a good person and a leader yes. already to have him develop into the leader of your franchise as your franchise develops into a world series contender yeah. is like it's perfect. Yeah. Um, you need you need players like yeah. Corbin Carroll on your roster who want to be here. A because if you have a bunch of freaking buttheads in yes. that locker room that don't want to be here on our horrible like cancers in the locker room, like it makes things so the much difficult. Like the Coyotes are one of the worst rosters ever put together yeah. in the history of hockey, and they are winning games because they just all like being there. Yeah, literally you have to have to players that. like Corbin Carroll in your locker room who literally want to be here, who are good human beings, who see the potential of this team, who are realistic about where this. Team team is at it's and infectious. like who want to contribute because mm -hmm. let's be honest and i'm going to go off on a rant here because i am so so freaking stoked about the diamondbacks and mike hazen and everything that he's doing the diamondbacks are not the los angeles dodgers they are not the new york yankees they are not the new york mets they are not a big market team that can go out and spend whatever money that they seem to magically pull out of thin air on big free agent acquisitions on trades on whatever they just can't compete when it comes to salary cap or not, sorry, not salary cap, but salaries in general, mm -hmm. because they're not a big market team. So when you have a guy like Mike Hazen come in here and figure out how to retool this organization, how to play money ball, for lack of a better term, or Braves ball, or whatever you want to call it now, and to really figure out a way that is going to help this organization compete against big market teams in the division, like the Dodgers and the Padres and big market teams in general in baseball, it is huge like this is what the diamondbacks need because they're never going to be those big market teams so when you have a general manager that just gets it that will sometimes have to make very painful decisions that piss fan bases off like trading away paul goldschmidt mm -hmm. or dumb decisions that don't work out like signing an old pitcher who sucks and nobody really likes like madison bubgarter but who is willing to do what it takes to take a chance on these kids to not burn the organization down to really take stock in the future and make smart moves that will help the Diamondbacks compete in a way that will stack up against big market teams like the Dodgers. Like I'm just so excited for this freaking team and for the future and for the man that is making the decisions about this roster, because despite some <laughs> bumps in the road, generally in general, I think he is making good decisions. And as long as we can stay the course and build the baby backs up, to the potential that we all think that the baby backs can have, this is going to be electric. Like yeah. this is a world series potential team in the future. 100%. Like, let's be real. There's no way that you can look at the farm system and the prospects and the young guys that are on this roster and not think this is a team that can compete in the future. And I'm so freaking stoked about it. <laughs> Preach. Yeah, you've said it all.
It's it is it. I I yeah. I feel so fortunate that I've fallen in love with this team at like the perfect time. Because yeah. I got here too early for you to call me a bandwagoner. Yeah. But I I am I am on the wagon. You can trust. Like I wait. I like I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say the team's name, so I don't have to put a dollar in the jar. But there was a team that I rooted for coming out here, and honestly, like I. I haven't followed them at all. Like I don't care what's going on out there. Like I am all the way in on the deep because it's it is it is exciting. Yeah, and promising. Like, yeah, they, they, it seems like they're doing all the right things now, and that's all you can ask for. Yeah, absolutely. Kyle in the comments saying the D-backs have some of the best player development, so trying to extend the young guys is their key to extending their relevancy. Mm-hmm. I absolutely agree. Like. Imagine if they did all of this work just to trade them away and be a yeah. farm system for some other teams, like one team I know in the NL West. Um, <laughs> imagine that. Imagine. It would suck. So the fact that they're not doing that is just such a relief. And like you were saying earlier, I would rather them throw money, just like heaps, buckets of money on these young guys, give them contract mm-hmm. extensions, even though it's unproven, than have them do something dumb like sign an old pitcher like Madison Bumgarner and waste money that well, way. Yeah, that, and I would rather them be wrong about Corbin Carroll yes. than take the chance him of them be great yes. and then leave. Yeah, like that. That's a worst case scenario. Yeah. Um, we don't so, need a Jazz Chisholm 2.0. Yeah, I, I would. Well, I'll take Jazz Chisholm 2.0 if we're getting Zach Gallon out of it, but that's not here. Um, yeah, I would. I like. Yeah, it, there, it just. This is the right risk to take because yeah. the alternative, or I guess a likely alternative, is is one of the worst situations. So. Yeah, absolutely. If the option is either dumping buckets of money on unproven young players that we have in our system or giving buckets of money to an older, dying-out player, give me the young player dumping buckets, mu- buckets of money yeah. all day, every day. Um, it's really cool to see. So. There's so many other prospects. There's so like, many other ones to be excited like about. All the, all the pitchers, <laughs> like the, the pitchers and everything. And then Drew Jones is going to be a player eventually. Like he's going to be a Jordan player Lawler. Jordan Lawler. Yeah, like there's guys here, yeah. dog. It's not just... Ask Corbin. Yep. Uh, and also, like, if Cattell Marte bounces back, he's still part of this roster. Christian Walker, um, he had a lot of home runs last year. Oh, and then they are also Gabby Moreno. They just like Kyle Lewis. Um, excuse Lourdes me. Gurriel. Are we forgetting about the player that probably single-handedly shit on Team USA yesterday from Team Mexico? Alec Thomas was all out there in the outfield putting out. All- the players for Team USA. It was so crazy. That's king shit right there. Alex Alex Thomas had the most putouts on on defense uh, for the entire Team Mexico. He had the (sighs) most outs. He recorded uh, the most outs for that team. You forget, yeah, he's one of the best defensive center fielders in baseball. He made one play in the outfield that, no, like, I'm certain 90% of outfielders wouldn't have been able to make solely because he ran so fast that he caught that shit, and I was like, also, shout out Mexico for putting him out there because no one knows that center field in the World Baseball Classic. Like better than Alec Thomas. Alec Thomas does. Um, yeah, I'm just Yeah. Alec I'm Thomas juiced. was on fire, bro. And also, also, like, I'm sorry to do this to our CHGO people, but this is not like the 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 White Sox where you have young talent and you're excited and then you look at your manager and you're like, ah uh, no. <laughs> I fucking love Tori, and I I, love if Tory. you don't, you're wrong. Yeah, um, I so agree. like every every part of it, you look just like the coaching staff, the players, the front office is doing their thing. Like it just seems like I a franchise that's moving in the right Tory direction. Doubters. Never. I think he is the perfect manager for this team. Yeah, literally one of the best humans possible yeah. too. Like a great, yeah. great guy. You and need it, someone like that when you have so many young players on your roster. And listen, training staff, get an, an espresso machine in the dugout <laughs> for him. He wants it, and he Tori said, deserves he, an espresso he deserves machine. It. Okay, he deserves it. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, just super amped for the baby back, super amped for Corbin Carroll. I'm so glad this extension came to be. Obviously, we won't know necessarily if it's going to be worth it until we see Corbin Carroll play more baseball, considering he has less than 100 days of major league service time. But regardless, I still think it's a great move. I'm glad that they did it. I'm beyond stoked for the future of this team. And if that means that we get more Corbin Barrels, sign me up, baby. Um, another thing you can sign me up for OGs. Mm. <laughs> I feel like I need an OGs, OGs after the hell week that was Las Vegas. Um, just that was, that was also, also one of the worst parts of this year of Las Vegas. Last year, I didn't drive, so I was able to, you know, partake in the OGs on the way up. Not couldn't this do that time this year around. because you got to enjoy responsibly. Yes. Um, we love OGs. We are avid users and advocators, obviously, for our favorite THC scratch made gummies because, quite frankly, they're the best THC scratch made gummies because they're made here in Arizona. And they also just freaking taste amazing. The orange creamsicle, elite. Like, they have so many good flavors. Their sleep gummies are some of my favorites, too. They help knock me out at night. I'm probably going to be taking, like, eight of them. <laughs> Don't recommend doing that. That is not take endorsed officially. You probably. Um, <laughs> well, they have the sleepy time gummies, so you could take yes. one of those. That will get the job done. Yep, definitely. But they also have their new strawberries and cream happy balance gummies. They are a CBD and THC one-to-one ratio. I am stoked about these because I think they taste the absolute best. They have dethroned the orange creamsicle as my favorite. And they have the CBD in them. And they have the CBD. I don't know about so. you. My legs are genuinely still sore from Vegas. Yeah. Like, I need the CBD to leave pain. Yeah. Well, you bit. guys did a lot more walking than I did. Yeah. I sat my happy ass in bed for majority of the time because I was so tired. It's cool world. Um, but if you want to partake in the OGs, we definitely recommend you do so, especially if you want to try their new Happy Balance gummies, which are live and on shelves as always. Always, you can find them at your local dispensary and you can check out ogsbrands.com as well. You must be 21 years or older to enjoy. Um, yeah. Speaking of hurting legs, um, your legs hurt when you dance. They do. I don't that's know. Probably, you know that. That's probably why they're so sore. I've been doing a lot of a lot of dancing, a lot of salsa dancing. Shout out Jay Crowder. Um, um, and we're not the only ones that are dancing, yeah. baby. Because Arizona State and the Arizona Wildcats are both going to the big dance. I am so stoked for them. Um, It's March Madness time, baby. It's time to get in on the basketball craziness. And um, I think this is going to be great for the state of Arizona. Yeah. Also, shout out GCU. They're in the tournament, too. They won their tournament. Um, So NAU. Have you ever had three schools? And has a state ever had three schools in the tournament? A single state? I'm sure, because, like, California is massive. Well, yeah. What about Arizona? I, I don't know. Is this the most teams we've ever had? Because it's only the second time in program well, history that GCU's, GCU's been there. Twice, so you know, so unless I don't know if NAU was like a dog or something like that back in the day. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, NAU made their conference championship. I think it would have been the first time that all four had yeah, made it that if been, NAU had won their conference championship. Huh. But regardless, you know, we got three out of four. Um, but yeah, no, you know, it's obviously U of A was never in doubt. Yeah. ASU most certainly was there yes. for a second. Um, so it, it was it was a nervous Nervous Sunday, um, especially once I saw NC State, who only had one quad win, get an 11 seed outright. It was ridiculous. I was I thought ASU might not make it, um, but they did, and we're they dancing, did. and I'm hype. They did. They sure did. Before we talk about Arizona State, let's uh, talk about the Wildcats because they obviously are the Pac-12 champions. We were there for the game. Mm-hmm. Um, it was pretty cool to see them hoist the trophy. I'm not going to lie. I know that we're both Wildcats fans. You're not a Wildcat fan. <laughs> Or no, I'm tired, you guys. I'm delusional. I know we're both wa- Sun Devils fans. You are not a Sun Devil fan, though. You have had your card revoked. Um, Tell the it people was really what you did. cool. I'm sorry that I love watching no, no, no. people win. No, okay? no, 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 no,
You don't <laughs> see me out here doing the tomahawk chop. Well, um, I mean, I don't do that for other reasons, but uh, she was out here throwing the forks down Kirk, on the Wildcats Kirk post game Krisa, show. Kirk Creesa inspired me. He he got to me. He really got spoke to my soul about the pettiness that is Kirk Creesa. Disgusting. Um, <laughs> so Kurt, uh, blah, the Wildcats and UCLA matched up again once again back to back Arizona versus UCLA in the Pac-12 tournament this year and last year um, the Wildcats were a little bit of an underdog coming into this game even though UCLA had two of their starters out um, it was a battle that game was, was one of, of the best basketball games I think I've ever watched it was like a knockout yeah. drag out type of basketball yeah. game um, and then Courtney Ramey absolutely shut everyone up when he drilled that three. The only <laughs> the only basket he made all night. Uh, there was like 14 seconds left on the clock, and Ramey just shut everyone up when he drilled that mm -hmm. three and gave the Wildcats the lead at the end of the game, um, which was monumental. Obviously, it was what the Wildcats needed to win and beat UCLA. But uh, Courtney Ramey is a dog. He is, yeah. I mean, there's... Obviously, Tabellus and Balo get all the, the attention on that team. But yeah. you look at some of the I, I don't know if calling them role players, the way to play, but you look at some of the other guys on that team, like Courtney Ramey. Um, obviously, Kirk Creesa is Kirk Creesa is the guy where it's like if he shows up to the gym and is good, you're not beating that team. Yeah. A lot of times this season, he has not, not been good. Yep. But if he is, um, he is. I mean, Henderson Jr. Like there's a lot of guys on this team that make them dangerous because if you get you you should Ramey pro proved in that tournament that he shows up in big moments yeah Jan Paul Edward Adios said it himself clutch he yeah. was clutch it was um, crazy and is it sometimes clutch players are the, are the difference in, in a in a tournament like March Madness so yeah if I'm a Wildcats fan I'm definitely excited about um what it's also why you like never give up like yeah. he hadn't made a shot all night no and the and, one shot he makes is the shot that that team needed to win yeah and I mean yeah yeah that's what shoot or shoot Shoot or shoot. That's how the saying um, goes. We did get to see them hoist the Pac-12 trophy. I, it was pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. Speak for yourself. Uh, <laughs> um, I was not having fun at all. I was quite upset. Um, but it made me want it so much more for the Sun Devils. Yeah. It was two years in a row I've had to see this. <laughs> back to back being tortured of watching the Wildcats win. Although the I will say the last one last year wasn't as bad because like I loved watching Ben Mathrin and Coloco play. I can't deny yeah. that. Last year's um, team was unbelievable. And ASU was like not good last year. They got eliminated in the first round. So I never was really, like but then to have them knock out ASU from the tournament, like I uh, just not enjoyed it. Didn't enjoy it. I will say though, for my Wildcats fans, um Kylan Boswell is super fun to watch. Very fun to watch, and I think he's going to be very good for a very long time. You have a baller. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so shout out to Arizona for winning the Pac-12 championship. We are the Phoenix Sports Pod, so we talk about everyone. We give everyone love, even though we're Sun Devils. Um, so they secured a number two seed in the South region. Yep. Do you think that that's fair? Do you think that that's where they should have been seated? As yeah, after, after beating... They definitely weren't a one seed, but yeah. after beating UCLA, they proved that they were a top eight team in the country. Yeah, um, for sure. So yeah, yeah, I think that is the, the right spot for them. Yeah, I think two seed is fair for sure. Um, the South region, I don't know if I'm not necessarily like reading this right, but I'm not very intimidated by the South region. Obviously, Alabama is a bit of a concern. Alabama's, they are, they are my pick to win the national championship. Yeah, which is not that hot of a take. They're the number one seed. Number one seed. Um, but how, what do you think their chances are in the South region? They've got Alabama, Creighton, Baylor, Virginia, as some of the higher seeded teams. They're obviously matching up against Princeton, which should be a cakewalk. Um, hey, don't sleep on these Ivy League schools. They show up in this <laughs> tournament sometimes. They do. Um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, 
Virginia specifically is one of the most fraudulent teams in the entire country. I hate them so very much. Um, I don't, and then you look at a team like Creighton, a team that lost to ASU earlier in the year on a neutral site. I, they should, but they also should have last year and they didn't. Um, do you want me to tell you where I think they are getting eliminated? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think they're getting eliminated in the round of 32 by Mizzou. Ooh. Mizzou is a terrific defensive team. They lead the country in turnover margin. That's a kind of, that's the kind of team defense doesn't disappear in tournaments. That's the kind of team that could give trouble to a team that lets teams hang around. That's it's been a U of A's MO all year is they let bad teams hang around. Um, I you get a really good defensive team like that, get some good turnovers. If if Mizzou can con- convert on their turnovers, but also UCLA is an excellent defensive team as well. Yeah, but they also had lost their best defensive player, um, and then they got in foul trouble early. So by the end of the game, they did not have a big available. They lost um, ETN. Albano was out with an injury. ETN followed out, and then I forget who their other big guy was that also followed out. So I mean, which is not not a I'm not trying to take anything away from U of A, but I just. UCLA was not 100%, but they are they are a terrific defensive team. Um, but Mizzou, I'm just saying, in turn, weird things happen in tournaments. Yeah. I'm not going to say, like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, Mizzou should be favorites or anything. Like, U of A is going to be favorites in that game, and if they win, I'm not going to be surprised. But I'm just saying, right. um, like Jan Paul Edward Dio said, upsets are what make the big dance worth watching, and I think this is a, this this spot, it's they're ripe for an upset right yeah. there. Um, and we were talking about this in Vegas too. Like this year's U of A team is not last year's no, U of A team. No, they are not. They're, there's obvious weaknesses. I mean, last year's U of A team was extremely more talented. Yes. They had more depth. They were more athletic. They were tall, like bigger, just like all around a better team. Yeah. Um, and they got eliminated uh, in Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. Um. So if that team can't make it past Sweet Sixteen. I'm not too confident about this team. I could be wrong. You know, they could shut me up and make it further than last team, last year's team did. But last year's team was, I mean, I am shocked that they didn't make it farther than they did because they had the talent, the depth, yeah. the size to go further. Yeah, um, they, and they, they didn't. They, yeah, definitely a weaker team this year, which is not to say that they're not a good team, but they are weaker. Um, it's really just, it, uh, Balo can take over games because he is such a big body. My biggest concern with this team is Azulus Tabalas. Obviously, he's their best player, um, was for most of the year. I think with the way he ended the year, kind of worked his way out of the player of the year conversation. But yeah. um, I have real questions about his drive at times. Like sometimes he just doesn't seem like he's all that engaged. Um, I mean, in that in that final, he he scored 16 points in the first half. Mm-hmm. I believe he scored four for the rest of the game. Yeah, he disappeared. It, it was not like. And he looked like he was not he was not engaged at points. So if I'm a U of A fan, that's definitely concerning to me. And I please, I'm not I'm not trying to be biased. I'm not talked about with Mike Luke before, and he agrees with me. Um, they they definitely a weaker team than last year. Obviously, yeah. good. If they win the national championship. I'm not gonna be like, where did that come from? But if they get eliminated in the second round, I'm also not gonna be surprised. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. Um, I will say one last thing about Arizona before you try to cancel me. I do want to give a shout out to Tommy Lloyd. Yeah, um, I can't help. Just yeah, an excellent absolutely. human being. Um, he. Uh, was super kind to me personally this tournament. I actually got to ask him a couple questions and he took the time to be um, very insightful and respectful. Um, but watching him lead this team um, and also just like seeing the other like coaches in the Pac-12 up close and personal where we were sitting in the media, um, it says a lot about the kind of human being that Tommy mm-hmm. Lloyd is and also all the things that he has done for this team to turn this organization and this team around from what Sean Miller had done to the team. Um, I just, I want to give props to to Tommy Lloyd because I think he deserves them. He's a great coach and a great human being. 
Um, and, um, you know, if, if nothing else, if there's nothing else to cheer for, I will cheer silently for Tommy Lloyd just because of who he is. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to root against that man specifically. And, and one thing I've always noticed about him is that one of the first things he always does after wins is, is talk about how good the other team is. Yeah. I mean, he, he, after they beat ASU, he said that they were going to be a Rain dangerous compliments. tournament team. Um, after winning the championship on stage, one of the first things he started talking about was how tough of a team UCLA is. Um, he, he's that's just a, a very good man. And I mean, we we sat there. We got to see Mick Cronin up close and personal. Oh, my and, God. <laughs> uh, this is something Totri and I have been quite vocal about. We're Sheesh. not a fan of his coaching style because no. he is just kind of – he's ruthless at times. Um, he was talking shit to his players on the bench. He was. I was um, like, damn. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy is more my speed, which yeah, you can call too. me soft if you want. Maybe I am. But I, I, Tommy is a, just a great I guy. I literally and turned to Totri and I was like, if someone talked to me like that, they're catching hands. Like, <laughs> hands never in tears. my life would I let someone <laughs> talk to me like that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. I mean, you you. See it like there. Not every kid can play for a guy like that. I don't. I think everybody can play for a guy like Tommy Lloyd. Um, yeah, he he is a great guy. I don't want him to succeed as long as he's a Wildcat. But as a human being, it is hard to root against him. Yeah, LA Shadow saying thanks for giving the Wildcats and Tommy their props. I am a huge Cats fan, and I'm definitely rooting for ASU to make some yeah. noise. Also, I just want to get that because I know we're about to talk about ASU. Like, obviously, when we're playing each other and all that, like I, I hate U of A, but. At the end of the day, like I want Arizona basketball to succeed as far as it, they can without getting in the way of like I want AS ideal situation is ASU beats U of A in the Final Four, the championship. Yeah, like everyone love that. I want you to succeed because I, I want us to succeed. Stakes are higher. It's more fun, and I appreciate when when fans can can appreciate that about the other side instead of just shit talking all the time yeah. and talking out the side of their ass. It's it's annoying. Those fans are annoying. That's all I'm trying to say. And you give me hate for being no, a wildcat sympathizer. No, you threw the forks down. That's different. That's different. You chose a side there. And you choose a side. Don't I sit had, on the fence. Okay, listen. I had just watched Kirk Risa climb up that ladder and cut off a piece of the net. And as, as soon as I. he cut off the net, he was like forks down. And honestly, I live for the petty energy. Like ASU had nothing to do with what had just happened that entire day. And Kirk Risa was like, you know what? F them Sun yeah. Devils. And I, res no, like, I love I respect that. that. I too. live for that. No, energy. absolutely. Talk your shit. Kirk Carissa, you just won the championship. You knock your rival out there on before. Do it. Because you know why? He plays basketball for the University of Arizona. You are a graduate of Arizona State. You're a traitor and a fraud. Stand for something or you'll fall for anything. All right. We'll just leave it at that. Uh, Tina in the comments. My girl Tina, she was watching uh, Wildcats all weekend. So Tina um, is one of my favorite U of A fans. I just want to put that out there. Maybe I'm just going to defect. You know, at this point, um, <laughs> I've been Tina disowned I... by my Sun Devil co-host. I'm coming to your side, Tina. <laughs> hey, you can go. I'm not going to have a problem if you go, but stay there. Do not don't know. Hop um, back and forth. The last thing I'll say, too, about the Wildcats, I know I said that about Tommy Lloyd, but it was, I mean, it's just cool to see an Arizona team be successful. Like, yeah. watching them hoist up the Pac-12 tournament trophy was cool. Yeah. I'm sorry, but experiencing something like that is awesome. It was. I would have rather experienced UCLA doing it, but yeah, no, it is <laughs> it, it is definitely, like, as a basketball and a sports fan, especially being in the media and sitting right behind the bench, like, it is awesome to see greatness that close. Yeah. It, it is really cool. Um, So I, I definitely... Can't appreciate that part of it. Yeah. Especially if it's Tommy Lloyd. Um, Jan saying Princess Petty is back. Princess Petty never leaves. I'm always and forever Princess Petty. Um, all right. Well, we gave enough flowers to the Wildcats for their Pac-12 championship and being the number two seed in the South. So let's move right on down to the Arizona State Sun Devils because they made it in, baby. We were a little scared that they were of their chinny chin chin. But they, they made it in. Um, their reaction video of finding out that they had made it in was pretty sweet, too. Um, shout out to Arizona Basketball for this awesome 
freaking video. Um, just pure joy and elation. Um, yeah. And then Bobby <laughs> jumps in in the pool later on too. Like it, it was yeah. Because I mean, they didn't know. They didn't know what they were going to make it. Obviously, they thought they deserved to make it, and they did deserve to make it. I think it was ridiculous that it was ever a question, but it was a question. Yes. Um, and obviously, for two of the guys in particular, it means a little bit more considering the school they're playing. Um, but in general, this this meant a lot to so many of them uh there's a few guys who this is their last year playing basketball some guys whose future with the program is in question um and then bobby who obviously has just had so much pressure on him here like you could tell what this means and then for that man right there desmond cambridge jr him and warren washington nevada transfers and now they get to play their old school it, it means a lot for a lot of reasons yeah it's definitely going to be um a big game for them like you mentioned obviously with the ties to their previous school um it's a big game for bobby hurley i think uh, you know, there was a lot of questions as to if Bobby Hurley was the guy for this team early on in the season um, before we even saw this, what this team was capable of. So it's a big game for a lot. Um, you know, when they finished the season 22 and 12, um, after they had been eliminated by Arizona in the Pac-12 tournament, um, Bobby Hurley passionately defended his team and all of the reasons why they yeah. deserve to be in the big dance, um, Again, mentioning all of their impressive quad one wins. Tommy Lloyd said the same thing. Yeah, he said Tom, they I mean, to Tommy be a Lloyd said team. it too. He said ASU absolutely deserves to be in. Um, but that was the one thing that I took away from the Bobby Hurley press conference after their loss to Arizona was just he was on a war path to let yeah. anyone and everyone know that ASU deserves to be in this tournament. Yeah. Um, and I agree. And I'm not just saying that because despite whatever Sean says, I'm a Sun Devil, I really do think that they have done enough to be in the tournament. Yeah. Um, obviously, they're a part of the last four in. It was them. Do we have that graphic? Um, yeah. The last four in, um, I can't remember them off last the top of my head. Was it was them, yeah. uh, Mississippi, Pitt, and Nevada. So um, definitely props to them for making it in. I do agree, and I do think that they had done enough throughout the season with all of their quad wins, quad one wins to be in the tournament so i'm glad that they get a chance to prove themselves um and uh, i'm just excited for the sun devils they're going dancing baby yeah it is i mean this is they just asked for an opportunity to get in and now they're in so they got to do what they what they they're they're the, what they're there to do um yeah i i would really like them to beat nevada i would like the thing the thing is is like i don't want to get too optimistic and sound like i'm a like one of those unrealistic fans but at the same time Weird things happen in March, and just you just need to get there. And then there's always Cinderellas. There's no reason it can't be ASU. Yeah. Uh, so, and what, another thing I like about this too is U of A's success does not have any effect on ASU's. So, like, I, I don't have to like. I know a lot of fans are not a lot. Of, there's a lot of U of A fans who don't want to see ASU succeed, and I understand that. But like. We can succeed. Like we, can, U of A could get eliminated in the first round, and ASU could end up in the final four. Without them ever having to get involved, like be involved with one another, just because March Madness is fucking weird, dude. Yeah. Things happen, so it, I just am so excited by the potential. They could get, they could lose in, they could lose in Nevada. Always, that's possible too. Um, but we got the opportunity that we wanted, and yeah. that's all I can ask for at this point. All you can ask for is an opportunity. Um, Jose in the comments saying, "In the past two years, I've seen people put down Arizona sports. Now they can't talk much because Arizona is all up in their face. Stand up, Arizona. Be proud and don't give." up forged in fire i love that energy jose freaking preach it that's why we exist we are an all arizona platform to bring light to all of the great things that the arizona sports teams here do in the valley because we don't get the flowers that we deserve from the national media um and you are absolutely right arizona is all up in everyone's business so this is the year that every single franchise just starts spitting in people's faces yeah because i mean 
Cardinals got some work to do. Yeah, coyotes have some work to do. But like the Coyotes, Coyotes are out here just beating teams that have, they have no right beaten, ruining people's days. That's awesome. The D-backs are up. They're exciting. I think the Coyotes just existing is like a middle finger to everyone yeah, else. No, it quite literally is. Like people, there's the so many existing. people who do not want that team to even exist. And them not just existing, but then going and beating your favorite team or like the haters' favorite team is awesome. Uh, obviously, the Sons of the Suns have got Kevin Durant. Talk your shit all you want. We have yeah. one of the best watchers in basketball. Um, and yeah. Then, yeah two, the two teams are dancing. So, obviously, ASU is going to be traveling to Dayton to take on Nevada. The winner will play TCU. Um, how do you think they're going to stack up against Nevada? Do you have them winning that game? I mean, yeah. I, I think ASU, is. they are one of the best defensive teams in the country. I said this yesterday on Sun Devils. U of A, or ASU is a middle-of-the-pack Pac-12 team. Yeah. Nevada is a middle-of-the-pack Mountain West team. One of those conferences is better than the other. If you're giving me a middle of the pack team, two middle of the pack teams, I'm going to take the one from the better conference. Not to mention the added motivation for Dez and and Warren Washington, who are the two best players on. Well, Dez is the best player on this team. Warren is seven feet tall and has the opportunity to dominate in a lot of ways if if given the proper motivation and confidence. And what a situation for him to find it. Um, yeah, I just think ISU is a better team on paper. They have more motivation, uh, and they've been playing good basketball. Nevada's kind of backed their way into the tournament. Mm. ASU won big games at the end of the year when they needed to win to force their way into the tournament. I'm going to take the team that's playing good basketball. Um, I think ASU stands a pretty good shot. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, if they do manage to win, not trying to jinx anything, um, knocking on wood, how do you think they stack up against TCU? Uh, I mean, it's tough. I don't honestly don't know the TCU team all that well. But the one thing Shane said that he believes they match up very well. Um, and, and I mean... I think one thing that this team has shown is that if they get on a roll and they have momentum, they become a hard team to beat. And that you saw that at the beginning of the year, especially in non-conference play, they're really good. Uh, ASU is a really good neutral site team. So I think having that first game ahead of time, you saw it honestly in the Pac-12 tournament, their first game against a weaker opponent in Oregon State was pretty bad and unconvincing. Yeah. Um, but they needed that because by the time they got to the next game against USC, they played really good basketball. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping we get in a similar situation like that because I've said it all year. If this ASU team is playing their best, they're, they're playing their best. Their defense is always good. It never goes away. If they're shooting well, they beat any team in the country. Yeah. I don't care who it is. They'll beat anybody. I also um, think Big so 12 like basketball teams are frauds. Ooh, no. I love yeah. the Big 12. Kansas and Texas, they have two of the best teams in the country. I, they're better than the Big 10 and the ACC. I'll say that much. Uh, I... I don't know. TCU, they played U of A last year in the tournament, and that was a hell of a game. That was a um, game. So hopefully we can come out on top like they did. So we'll they obviously got seated in the, there. in the West region. Um, and the West region has Kansas, UCLA, yeah. Gonzaga, and UConn among some of the higher seeded teams. Um, how do you feel about the West <laughs> as a region as a whole? It, it's tough. It is certainly tough. Yeah. Um, really rooting for GCU to somehow pull off that upset over Gonzaga for a number of reasons. A, um, because I don't want to have to play Gonzaga and B, because it would just be awesome to play GCU. Um, but I will say this, they are on the side of the bracket that would have them play UCLA in the sweet 16. And, <sighs> It is tough to beat a team three times in one season. UCLA is the only team that ASU did not get a win over this year in the Pac-12. I do not hate the idea of them playing a team they know that well, specifically a team that is weaker than they have been at any point that they played earlier this year. Obviously, um, no Jalen Clark. So it, I, it's not great on paper, but honestly, I don't hate it. If, I, if they can get past 
Gonzaga somehow. I don't hate their chances to make a Final Four, but that's a, those are all big ifs. Uh, yeah. A lot of big ifs. I mean, who knows? Like I said, GCU could beat Gonzaga. Maybe Asheville beats UCLA. Like weird things happen, man. So who who knows who they might have to play? They might end up ultimately having the the easiest path if things f- fall their way. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, I don't really care. Like you got, it doesn't matter who you play. You just got to win games. So it, it's not win great games. on paper, but <laughs> just <gotta> <laughs> just just win win. Absolutely. And also being here is a W. If you can win this game against Nevada again, you like the Pac-12 tournament, you're playing with house money. So just keep. At that point, you got no, you got nothing to lose. Yeah. This is what you wanted to do is to get in the tournament. You're here. Now you got nothing to lose. Yeah, absolutely. Connor's saying Gonzaga are frauds every year. True. Um, also true. I will, I will say Bo is throwing his hands up. Um, Gonzaga are, is fraudulent all the time. But I will Gonzaga say that the conference fraud. is better this year. St. Mary's is very good this year. Like they, It's not. The, <laughs> yeah. And then they, they. And they fumble the bag. I mean, walking to the Sweet 16 doesn't mean much to me when you play a 16 seed in the first game. Yeah, fair. Uh, Bo is hurt that we were talking bad about Washington school. But, um, I mean, I don't want to have to play Gonzaga. Like, I'd, I'd much rather play GCU. I'll say that much. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just just go win. win. It, Butler made two, two national championships in two years. Anything is possible. It, just why not? Why not us? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Tina, I'm hoping it's, I'm, I'm guessing that's Tina. Is that right? I think so. Okay, I'm just going to say Tina. If it's not right, you can correct me in the comments. Um, Tina's not a fan of the West. Yeah, the West is... I think if you're comparing the West and the South, I think I would rather play in the South, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think U of A fans wanted to be in the West, but... um, Why? Just because of proximity? Yeah, I don't know exactly where the games are, so I'm not completely sure, but... West is in Denver. Hmm. Um, but I don't know where the South is playing. Sacramento. Or no, 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 no. Oh, wait, what? I don't know. I have to look at the locations and stuff like that. But um, I mean, it doesn't matter. I I don't want to play Missouri. I'll say that. I, I would rather play a TCU. I guess it wouldn't be the second round. Yeah. It'd be our, it'd be our second, whatever. Um, I don't know. I'm just happy that March is here. Yeah. It's March be, Madness, baby. It is going to be electric. I love March Madness. Um, I have to submit my bracket in our pool, by the way. I already um, did yesterday. If you guys haven't signed up for our Run Your Pool bracket, you still can. I am an idiot, and I thought that the deadline was yesterday to sign up, but it's not. You can still submit a bracket in our Run Your Pool um, uh, contest, which you can find the link to sign up on our Twitter at PHNX underscore sports. Um, just hop in that Run Your Pool, submit your bracket, and play along with us. There's over 200 of us in that uh, bracket challenge. The first place winner gets cash, $300, um, as well as a $75 gift card to the PHNX locker, which is electric. So make sure you sign up and head over to Run Your Pool and submit your bracket in our bracket challenge. Um, it's going to be fun. I'm excited. I haven't filled it out yet. I'm still nervous. I filled you can mine scan out. this QR code down here, by the way. Like so I said, fun. I have Alabama winning the national championship because I, I think this weird, this season i've said this a few times the season has been so weird for college basketball that it just means march madness is going to be boring and the number one seed is going to win it all um so i have i have them i obviously obviously have asu going a little bit of a run and like i said i have mizzou beating you at u of a in the second round so i'm taking big swings if somehow <laughs> i'm right i'm going to win but if i'm wrong i'm going to finish very far down <laughs> in the in the ranking so you know you gotta bet a lot to win a lot yeah, absolutely. So head on over and sign up for our pool bracket. 
Um, finally, if you are, uh, it's 80 degrees today, by the way, the high is 80, um, which means it's golf weather. Yeah. So if you're going to be hitting the course shorts. anytime soon, or if you're going to come out to our Dobson Ranch golf events, you've got to gear up and look your best by wearing our Bad Birdie gear. So shout out to Bad Birdie for having the coolest golf gear in the entire state of Arizona. I saw Arizona. some Bad Birdie around Las Vegas. So there are people just wearing it. Yeah, there are a lot of people wearing Bad Birdie in Vegas. Um, it is beautiful golf gear. They also have pullovers, zip-ups, sweatshirts, joggers, hats. Obviously, they've got golf polos for both men and women. So if you're looking to up your golf apparel game, head over to badbirdie.com and use promo code PHNXSports underscore 15 to get 15% off your entire order. You guys, I can't say enough good things about Bad Birdie's gear. It is gorgeous. I love it. And you don't even have to wear it on the golf course. You can mm-hmm. wear it to the office. You can wear it when you hang out with your friends. You get brunch on the weekends, whatever. Or it's nap. It's comfy and yeah. breathable. It's really good. It's really great. Love it. All right, Sean. Oh, we survived. We did. We'll be back <laughs> we went on Friday, longer though. than we thought we were going to go. We had yeah. a lot to talk about. Well, yeah, because he started going on about U of A. And I, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. I got tight. Uh, <laughs> Don't, you. I did not just Sean I'm done. Mad. No, I'm He's done. leaving. He's leaving. Oh, my God. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of the Beating Sports. Oh, my God. We're off the rails. You guys are the absolute best. Make sure you sign up to be a diehard over at gophnx.com. This is my show now. I'm kind of living for this energy. I can just talk to myself. My favorite thing to do is talk to myself. So I'm completely fine with this. Um, (laughs) Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll be live again this Friday. We're going to be live this Friday at 1230. So don't miss it. Tune in. We will see you then. Thank you to everyone in the comments. Tina, Connor, Jose, LA Shadow, Chris, Charles Waddell Pike. You are all the absolute best. Everyone's really mad at me now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. We love you guys. We'll see you next this Friday at 1230. Bye.